I'm truly. gonna go out on a limb and say that in all everything that we're gonna say, <laughs> Hallie and I are probably gonna be opposites. Yeah. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I don't even know okay. what you have written down, but <laughs> I'm gonna say that we're probably opposite because we're yeah. similar people. But like I just said, like you're really your first thought is optimism, mm-hmm. and the, my first thought is <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> okay, let's just do this. My name is Raylene. My name is Hallie. We're wifeology. <laughs> <laughs> you should always stand by your partner versus people saying if your partner's too hard to deal with like why stay or if there's too many bad things like why stay stay, yeah but you should also stand by your partner and help them through bad things why can i not think of any right now that people have said to me (laughs) or people saying you should always put your partner and like the relationship first First. as your priority and then people saying take care of yourself first yeah what do you do yeah (laughs) but i think well at least this is recording. I think the thing is, like, you need to figure out which side of these things do you believe more in. No one can tell you which one you yeah. believe more. It's what you it's believe. True. It's true. It's what you core. believe. It's yeah. what works for you yeah. and your, like, your relationship. Well, but I was saying to Meg the other day, like, I am someone that always tries to see the good in people. Mm-hmm. And people always try to tell me that maybe I shouldn't. But why are you trying to take that value from me? Like, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing to have. That's not a bad value to have. So what I want to see the good in yeah. people. So what That's I'm a good being thing. optimistic, <laughs> yeah. and here is like people telling me, you know, not everyone's good. Well, I want to believe that they are. Yeah. So fuck off. See, and I'm the opposite. <laughs> like I think my first instinct is to think like the What's worst. Wrong? Yeah. 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 I'm not an optimistic person by any means when it comes to anything really, but like especially that. Like my first instinct is always. In anything, like my first instinct is to think like that's a lie, like you're lying to me, or that's. You're just saying that because that's what I want to hear. To be a therapist? Because is that from childhood? You just feel like you're always being lied to or you have to be protective? Yeah. I don't know. Like my, yeah, my gut instinct. (laughs) With every, even with you, like sometimes like you'll tell me a story and and I'm like, that's a lie. Not you're lying, but like, (laughs) you know, like, and I'm like, I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Right away. Prove that you're right. You are guilty. But I'm like. You know how they say innocent until proven guilty? That's I feel you. the other way. Yeah, yeah. You're guilty until you can tell me. Yeah. And, and I'm way too trusting right away. Like, yeah. Like, right away, I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. So, today, we're going to talk about contradicting love advice. Um, or, I guess we can just say, like, really love advice in general. Yeah. But there is a lot that's contradicting. I think in the last couple months, because of what I've been going through, people through therapy, like, my parents, like, everyone that I talk to about what I'm going through keeps trying to give me love advice mm-hmm. and i'm finding that i'm not agreeing with their with what they're saying a lot yeah. of the time and it's a lot of the time contradicting like somebody will tell me one thing and somebody will tell me the other mm-hmm. but those two pieces of advice completely contradict each other and i'm right. like well which which is, is it, it? yeah <laughs> yeah like what do you do but i don't know why i can't even really think of any that i've gotten <laughs> over the years and maybe it's because i haven't really had anybody Mm-hmm. try to give me or tell me mm-hmm. love advice or relationship advice in a long time um but there's definitely like there's definitely things that people will they're either like so strongly opinionated on one or mm-hmm. so strongly opinionated on another and they're totally opposite spectrums mm-hmm. and you're like what what yeah. is it what do i do well, i think that, that's been the hard thing for me to figure out in the last couple months is like What is true to me? What Mm -hmm. is true to my feelings? What is true to, like, my core values? Just because 
my therapist says it one way does not mean that I need to believe that to be true. Just because my parents think that love is a certain way or you can only love someone this way way. does not mean that's true to me. Right. Everyone has their own journey. My parents met very young. They were, they got married, like, you know, like they didn't have a dating, you know, it's just hard for me to take advice from people that haven't experience what i've been through yeah so it's really even even you who does know what i've been through you've been through a lot of kind of similar things like it's still hard like you have a different mindset than i have yeah so what's true to you right it's not gonna i'm be gonna to go out on a limb and say that in all everything that we're gonna say <laughs> hallie and i are probably gonna be opposites yeah. do you think that's fair yeah i don't even know okay. what you have written down but <laughs> i'm gonna say that we're probably opposite because we're yeah. similar people but like I just said, like, you're really, your first thought is optimism, mm-hmm. and the, my first thought is <laughs> shut it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And, like, I think some people think that I'm a lot more harsh than I am, but I think in, like, my, like, heart of hearts is, like, I'm very empathetic and yeah. I'm very compassionate, even though sometimes I can be a little bit harsh. Yeah. But I think my first thought is, like, I want to see the good in people. I want to, to see that you can be better for yourself. I believe in change. Mm-hmm. Some people straight up do not believe no. in change. And that's <laughs> fucking okay. <laughs> See, what is it? What's the one? It's like, which like one? some people are like willing to, like, if, if you want to change bad enough, you will make it happen. Right. Versus other people saying, just people don't change. So I'm on the side of people don't change. I don't think that's I true. feel like you are who you are and you are that person because of years of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you get to a certain age, I feel like your brain is just is stuck. stuck. Yeah. I think the past doesn't change, mm-hmm. but I think people do. But I think the past is what creates people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, this is going to sound <laughs> funny. Jersey Shore. Yeah. <laughs> I just finished watching it, and I watched the whole evolution of Mike, mm-hmm. the situation. And he was an awful person. You see this person on TV who was just, like started shit and you find out later that he was a drug addict and a pure alcoholic and all these things and went to rehab and completely changed his life like he is a different human completely through and through and i know that i don't know him personally but you can see that the change has been made yes he went through a lot of fucking shit he went to jail he went to rehab but sometimes people that go to jail and those kinds of things would not fix themselves right would come out of that and not be a better person right I can, okay, I can agree to that. I think that sometimes you're put into situations that mm-hmm. can change you like that. But it's up to that person to change. Right. And it's if you want to change, you will. Right. But <laughs> I guess the way I see it is like by a certain age, I feel like your brain is fully formed mm-hmm. and you've you've developed your own habits and and routines and behaviors and morals and values. And I think those don't change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think think that maybe how you interact or maybe how, you know, I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? (laughs) Like, I think that, I think that to your core, you probably remain the same person, Mm -hmm. but how you carry yourself may, may change a little bit. Yeah, I kind of, I, I don't always agree. <laughs> I, I don't know. And maybe because, I don't know. It's hard because my best friend Meg, for example, is a very different person than mm-hmm. what I knew her to be as a child. Right. At 10 years old, she is 
the things that she does and participates in now were not even close to on her radar. And it's almost like reverse. Like, she's done, like, she's gotten, like, I love you, but, like, a little worse, <laughs> right. you know, over the years. And, like, she's a completely different person in a different way than that I'm hoping for, yeah. you know? But I think, I don't know. I think people... I think people change. I think you grow. And if you want the change for yourself, if you, if you really look at your life and even for me, like I didn't have a bad childhood, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking at my mental health and looking at my problems and being like, I don't want to be this way anymore. Yeah. I agree in that, that Mm -hmm. sense, but your morals from who you were prior and who you are now won't change. Your outlook may change. Which is what I think changes a person is their outlook. See, I don't think that's how you carry yourself afterwards. I guess. Because if you were to really do some work on yourself and you and you want to change being so pessimistic, for yeah. example, you're going to carry yourself differently. You're going to be a different person. You're no. going to talk differently. You're going to think differently if you change those things. <laughs> if you really challenge, like, you being pessimistic, yeah. you'll go into your life every day thinking d- instead of, like, oh, today's going to be a bad day. You're going to be like, oh, this, this, is, this was good about today. This was good about today. It's just, like, your mindset changing. I guess. The past doesn't convinced. change. The past does not change. Still not convinced. <laughs> the things that happen in your past don't change. Yeah. You can't change those, but you can change how like, your next steps are. For instance, when I look at my husband, mm-hmm. he wants to be a better person mm-hmm. and he wants to lead a better life. Mm-hmm. But who he is mm-hmm. won't change. Like how he grew up, I think, oh, yeah. plays into a big part of who he is now and how he carries himself. Yeah. And I don't think that that, no matter how much I think that he wants to say, like, oh, like, I want to be better and I want to do better and whatever, I believe that he can get there. Mm -hmm. But you don't think he'll ever change? Not that I don't think he'll... (laughs) I don't think he as a person will change, no. I think that's crazy. (laughs) Like, I think he... I don't know. I think he can change his outlook and he can choose... To be in a better space mentally. (laughs) Yes. Change his mental state. But that won't... I don't think that will change. I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm still stuck on people don't change. You're fundamentally the same person. Sure. But I think the change can happen in your mindset. It can happen and you can can flip your life upside down. Yes. Because, yeah, I think you hear... I think what's sad is you don't hear a lot of the good stories. The Mm -hmm. people that, like, go through absolute hell... And, like, completely flip their lives upside down. You don't hear them as much. No. You just hear about the people that fail. Yeah. So, and I think it's really sad. that Like, you don't hear about the people that were homeless and drug addicts and they t- turned out to flip their lives upside down and blah, 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 Yeah. Yeah. You hear about, like, oh, this person was a drug addict and they died. You know? I think that's society. Society as a whole is a pessimistic. Exactly. And we want to highlight the negative things. Which is so sad. Yeah, it is sad. And I used to think that I was a pessimistic person, but maybe with therapy I'm learning that I'm yeah. actually fairly optimistic. Because I like to see the good. And I like... And that's... I'm not going to change that. Like, my parents, especially about my last relationship, mm-hmm. everyone wants to tell me, like, he was... Whatever. They right. want to... Even... Not even just him, but, like, past relationships right. as well, you know? They all want to just be pessimistic, but I'm like, no. But in that regard, I think it's because it's easier to talk about the bad things. For sure. It's easier to say, this is what happened that went wrong. Because you vent. Of, right. Because yeah. you vent. When you vent, you vent bad things. Right. But like, when things are good. Like, you're, you don't go and say, oh, like, for instance, I won't text you to say, oh, like, you know, he did this for me. I'll be yeah. like, this is what he didn't do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what I asked him to do and he didn't do it. Which is right? sad and I feel like that should change. Like, I want to text you and be like, oh my god, they just did this. Yeah. How sweet is this? Yeah. Instead but sometimes, of- like, okay, 
revering, but that's okay. <laughs> for me, so, like, for, when it was the, when it was snowing, like, we live in the apartment, so we mm-hmm. can't auto-start our, like, start our cars and whatever. Um, when I went down to the car one morning, he had gone down before me, and he brushed the snow off my car. And I was like, that's so sweet. Like, mm-hmm. it's something so little and so mm-hmm. sweet. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. But I never was like, hold up. And let tell me somebody. tell someone, right? Yeah. But when I'm angry, I'm like, hold up. Let me tell someone. <laughs> yeah. So you would never know mm-hmm. that those little sweet things daily happen mm-hmm. because as a society, we talk about the bad. We talk about the bad. So yeah. you've made this opinion based on this person, based on the negative things that you said. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And I think about, you know, in one episode I talked about boyfriend number one and how I don't have anything good to say about him. And that was just me being mad. But yeah. if I really think back, I spent nearly eight years with that person. There was not all bad things. Right. I sit here talking. But you probably can't think about all the good things. But I can't, if I really sit down and think about it, I 100% percent Right. Can. But, like, off the top of your head, your first thought is was anger. these are the negative things. Yeah. Right? Like, you'd have to really, I think, sit down and be like, well. But that's part of me trying to change my mindset. Right. <laughs> I'm, like, every single day now since I've been off work. And yeah. I'm, with my mental health, I sit there and think about the good things. Every morning I reflect on what I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. what would make today good, and a daily aff- affirmation for myself. Right. Every day I'm trying to do these positive things. And it's so true. Like, yeah, when I when I broke up with him, you know, my boyfriend number one, mm-hmm. I said, like, oh, he treated me poorly, and he was this, and he was spoiled, and he was going nowhere in life. But I don't talk about all the fun moments right. we had. We had tons of fun moments. Right. We had, like, an amazing group of friends, and we had all these fun times, and sitting by the pool, and just, like, hanging out. And, like, you know, he mm-hmm. was my best friend for eight years. Absolutely. And I don't talk about those things. Right. Ever. You know? That's how we're programmed. It's fucked up. Gotta change it. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And even I said that to my therapist the other day, and she was like, well, like, you don't miss the bad things. I'm like, no, I don't. But you don't know the good things because yeah. I came to you talking about only about the bad things. Yeah. I came to a therapist because I had these bad thoughts and these bad feelings. But you don't know the times we were dancing in the kitchen, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up for you to have, like, this opinion of somebody based on well bad things. Okay, but when it comes to therapy, mm-hmm. I feel like, one, I, I, I like it because it's unbiased. They don't know you and they don't know the other person. But they also only have one side of the, one story, side of the story, so they can only make a judgment. Yeah. And not necessarily that she's judging, but, like, they can only make uh, an assumption or whatever based on the what you tell them. that you're telling Right, them. right. <laughs> so then the person's deemed a trash person mm-hmm. because, you know, that's all I talk about. So... Like, what if you had a therapy session and you just talked about all the good things? If they would fucking let me, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Say yo, homie. <laughs> Today, we're going to do what I want, and today, we're going to talk about all the good things, and then you tell me how you feel about that person as a whole. Yeah, exactly. And that I told you just before we started this, that, like, my last session, she gave me this piece of love advice. She was like, oh, people say, you know, if you love something, you let it go. Mm -hmm. And I literally laughed out loud, Mm -hmm. and I didn't mean to, like, offend, (laughs) like, (laughs) I was getting almost, like, you know when you get so mad and you're so annoyed that you start laughing? That's how I get like, if I get so mad, I start, like, smiling and laughing. It's a little bit fucked up. But I kind of laughed, and I thought, like, okay, if you love something, you let it go. Or people tell me, if you love something, you work for it. Mm-hmm. If if my parents had a fight, and it got really bad, would they just give up? Or are they going to work for it? Because they love it. Mm-hmm. If you love something, do you let it go? <laughs> or do you work for it to be better? 
if you love something, you work for it to be better until the part where it's debilitating and then you let it go. for sure. So I think it (laughs) feeds each other. Yeah. But I just sat there thinking, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Which way do I swing? (laughs) Like, I don't know which way... I don't fully But that's what I mean. That. I, for that for that particular piece of advice, if you love something, then you mm-hmm. let it go, or if you love something and then you work for it, mm-hmm. I think it's twofold. Yeah. I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. I Well, I think so like for example, someone says something the same thing about my dog when I wanted to have her. Mm-hmm. I think it was even I don't even know who it was. But someone was like, Well, you know, if you love her, like maybe you just like let it go for now. Yeah. And I thought, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, is and even with this podcast sometimes, like, I've had people be like, well, like, you love doing it, but, like, is it worth it for you right now mentally? And I'm like, yeah, it is worth mm-hmm. it. Like, I love doing it. So, no, I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. And I don't think it just applies to, like, humans and yeah. relationships. Yeah. It applies Same to thing. everything. Yeah. The- Same with the job. If you yeah. love it, you work at it. But yeah. once it comes to a point where it's debilitating, Take a you let off. it go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The other one... I don't, the first one that I had written down on my list was people saying you need to lower your expectations versus, but don't settle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, in some of my, like, past relationships with my, like, I would, I'm, I was pretty open with my parents at a certain point, um, where it was just like, yeah, like, I'm going on this date or yeah, this is this person or whatever. And, um. People would say to me, like, you have to have these expectations and make sure that you have, like, make sure you have high expectations. Mm -hmm. They need to treat you X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. way. You need to do all these things, what have you. And then it got to a point when I was 25 and people started saying, so are you being, like, you're being too picky. Yeah. Or, you know, you just need to, it's okay if they have some of the bad things, like, they just need to love you. And I'm like... Which is it? Which is it? <laughs> and yeah, I'm 25. So like, at what point does it does it switch? At what point does are it switch from are you settling to have really high expectations yeah. and put yourself on a silver platter and yeah. show yourself to the world that way? I think the problem is sometimes if we have high expectations, we forget that we also need to match those high expectations. Mm. Like if you're expecting someone to do X, Y, and Z for you, and it's like this above and beyond expectation of what you want in a partner, are you matching that? Or are you just like sitting back and just receiving all this like high love? I think there's also a difference between having high expectations and having unrealistic expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I have unrealistic expectations, then yeah, maybe I need to (laughs) dial it in and and find a middle ground. Mm right? Mm-hmm. But it's true. People say don't settle. Even even when you find someone and you're like, I love this person and whatever, they're like, are you just settling? Yeah. Yo, my man. And that's my choice. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't think I'm settling from the outside. But I also don't like when people say you're settling. That's, yeah. No. no. If I love this person, who the fuck I'm just now meeting somebody who we're going to continue on doing what we're doing. <laughs> I'm not settling, you know? And... I'm sorry, but last I checked, you're not perfect. Yeah. Why does your partner have to be perfect? Yeah. I have fucking flaws. Oh my, yeah. So how can I be like, here I am. My partner can't have On a throne (laughs) and, you know, he can't have a single thing wrong with him because then then, then I'm settling. (laughs) Maybe he settled for me. Maybe I'm the one who settled, you know, like. I think, so this one actually, like. I think the reason I wrote this down was because in one of the episodes that we recorded recently, um, I said in the episode, um, well, why can't I have everything? 
And I didn't why mean... Why can't I have it all? Yeah. I didn't mean that quite literally. literally. I meant it like, you know, why can't I strive to have the things that I want? Obviously, I know it's unrealistic mm-hmm. to have everything. Right. I'm not stupid. Thank right. you, though, for making me feel stupid for those that... <laughs> my, for example, my dad came downstairs and said, I think you need to lower your expectations. And I kind of thought... Why? Why? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a princess. You Do need you know to give- why? Because you're about to be 25. <laughs> I told you, 25, 25 people just have this, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's true, like, you hit 25 and people are like, honey, it's time. You don't have it together. It's time to lower the bar, my love. But, and I don't, that sentence wasn't meant to be so literal. Right. And I think you knew what I meant, but some people took it so literally. You were just basically saying, like, why do I have to limit myself and what I'm capable of? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, why can I not try to have what I want. I know that I'm not going to get handed everything I want. Right. I know that I'm not the fucking queen of England. I'm not going to have everything. You're not? <laughs> Crazy. Oh <my> <laughs> wow. I'm not going to have everything I want. Right. But I can have goals to just be happy and to make have, make those things that I want a possibility. Right. The partner that I'm with is not going to hand me everything I want. I'm going to be But you're not going to hand that no. person everything they want either. And I think that is where, like, this comparison yeah. came from was, like, my dad coming down and saying that and... And a couple other people saying, like, why do you think that you get everything you want? That wasn't literally what I yeah. was saying. It wasn't literally and You know those fucking... people, you know the people that take the Bible literally? Oh, yeah. It was like that. And I was I getting mad. call them Bible thumpers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I don't know if that's wrong to say, but. <laughs> but I was getting really mad. I was yeah. like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. And if you're going to take things literally, you can click off. Because that's not what I, like, was intending to say. Even if it was. Even if. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Yeah. What I want, I'm going to get it. I am I'm going to get it. Whatever I want. Because is not what you're taught when you grow up. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Mind over matter. Whatever you want, you it's got yours. it. Yeah. yeah. And now. Because well, you can't have it all. You're reaching 25. <laughs> you better lower those expectations, girl. Because when you were a kid, it was okay. Yeah. But now you're 25. an adult. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to strive for everything that no, you want anymore. No, not anymore. Wild. My God. <laughs> How dare I? Shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Um, there is one, and it's so, so true, but it was like, play hard to get mm. versus make the first move. Mm-hmm. So, I like this one for dating because what the fuck are you supposed to do? <laughs> Right? Because, like, if you... People say, like, oh, don't come off too eager. Like, you don't want... First of all... Okay. (laughs) Serious. First of all, why do we... Are talking about, like, women? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Why do we, as women, Mm -hmm. have to be the ones who walk on the line when it comes to dating? Why Mm -hmm. do we, as women, have to be the ones... I'm probably going to sound like a feminist, but why do we, as women, have to be the ones who have to worry about how we're going to come off on a first date? Why don't they have to worry? Why don't guys have to worry? Do not sound crazy. I probably shouldn't say this. Do I make the first move? Do I play hard to get? Do I pretend that I'm... Like, what? Does he think I'm going to be clingy? Am I asking too many questions? No wonder... (laughs) People can't get a girlfriend or a boyfriend because there's all of these. It's everywhere. Yeah. People make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, play hard to get or don't make the first move. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Do you know? Probably not. No. No. And if you do one or the other, you overthink it. If mm-hmm. you play hard to get, you're like, oh, man, I didn't really need to do that. Maybe I could have just, you know, been a little bit yeah. easier. Not easier, like, and easier. Play- <laughs> <laughs> it plays so much on your mental health, too. Because yeah. then you sit there, like, I remember when I was dating in, like, 
just texting somebody and being like, oh, did I, like, is that... Did I respond too quickly? Yeah. Or, did like, I say the wrong thing? Oh, my God. Playing that game of, like, oh, he didn't answer me for an hour. I'm not going to answer him for two. That's exhausting. It, it was exhausting. Do you know <laughs> that I answer all the time within, like, literally 30 Same. seconds? Like, to everyone. <laughs> to everyone. Same. And if people don't answer me, I'm like, why don't they have their phones? <laughs> we all know we all have our phones yeah, at all times. Everybody has their phones at all time. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and play. If I don't answer you within five minutes, you're not getting a response for five days because I've forgotten. <laughs> You know? <laughs> and for so long in dating, I was made to feel like I couldn't I couldn't be too available or I couldn't be yeah. too eager yeah. or, you know. Exactly. Like, first dates are just anxiety-ridden. Yeah. Because sure. you're thinking, am I talking too much? Am I saying too much? Should I give too much information? Am I being annoying? Should I maybe slow this down? Do I just sit here and smile? Like, Also, do I look fat? Yeah. Do I, like, is my, is my role funny? out? <laughs> You so know? many things to think about. And then if you make the first move and you don't play hard to get, it's like, did I do that too prematurely? Mm-hmm. Does it, do I come off as, like, too pushy? A <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. You know? Yeah. Um, I sent you one the other day. Remember this one? Hannah, the tweet I yeah. sent you? It was, dating is hard because if you trust guys, then you ignore red flags. And if you don't trust, then you have trust issues. Yeah. That's <laughs> apparently... I, I know that we're on different spectrums, but I am the one that trusts too early, so I ignore the red flags. No, I'm like, prove your worth. <laughs> prove your motherfucking worth. Do you know how my husband proved his worth? He bought me mango sorbet. That was it. <laughs> and I know I've said that before, because I just, sometimes I just sit back and laugh and go, what would have happened if he never brought me that mango sorbet? Oh my god. Would I be married? <laughs> Did you have mango sorbet at your wedding? You should have. I should have, because that was his shoe-in. <laughs> the other day, he came home, and he was like, actually, it was yesterday, he called me, he went golfing, this is a total side note, but he called me because he went golfing, and he was coming home, and he he's like, hey, and I'm like, hi, and he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I just started cleaning, and he said, are you hungry? I'm like, yes, and on my way home, I was thinking, I really hope we can get Domino's pizza today, because I know we said we weren't going to eat out, but like, you know, we always, we always <laughs> come to it. So I was like, I want, I want, um, pizza, Domino's <laughs> and he's like, okay, perfect. And I was like, wow, like that was really easy. And he came home and he's like, I thought you were going to be in a bad mood today because like of the way that you were texting me, like you seemed like you were a little bit down and you were going to be in a bad mood. And he's like, I got to call her because I know if she's hungry and she wants to eat that that will fix everything. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah, total side note, but it's true. You, I feel like you do trust easily. Mm-hmm. Because you're an optimist. Not even just in relationships. With like yeah, that's what I, in general. Everybody. General. <laughs> because you're an optimistic person. Like, think about it at work. When I talk to a team member, for example, I'm so quick to be like, I hear their story. Yeah. And I'm, okay, I'm going to tell this, this is another side note, but this is an example. I don't know if I've told it before. But when I first started working there, I did my first job there. And there was a guy that I was sitting down with doing an interview. And he told me his whole story about how he was homeless actually in Kitchener. And he told me this whole story about how he just, like, just needs a job, wants to change his life around, blah, 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 blah. I fought to hire that guy. Because I was like, I want to give him a better life. I Like, I try, like, you know, I feel like this person has good intentions. Like, I really wanted to hire this person. A couple weeks later, we fired him. Aww. I don't remember what he did, yeah. but that is an that's a, like an example of me just like trusting out, somebody. Yeah. Like I hear your story, I want you to have a better life. Like I'm so willing yeah. to just be like, yes, like yep. what can I do to help? See, I feel like in that sense, 
I'm kind of the same way. It's just when it comes to my personal life. Like, if you mm-hmm. want into my personal bubble, you really have <laughs> no, to work for I'm it. I'm the same way th- across the board. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, at work, like, I do. I feel like I give, I give, um, our team members, like, the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. In most cases. Mm-hmm. Unless you know them. And we know. Unless I know a handful. <laughs> and it's like, you just are mm-hmm. shit disturber. But, like, I feel like in that scenario, I do try to give the benefit of the doubt. And I do, do try to hear them out and, and fight for their mm-hmm. side. But not everybody would in that situation. Like, right. the situation that I was in, someone would be like, oh, you're a drug addict. Like, I'm not going to give you a chance. Like, right. think about our other coworkers. Would they not take that? As, and I had to fight for it. Yeah. Right? I had to be like, no, I want to give this person a chance. I want to give this person a chance. Yeah. And I had to fight for it. So not everyone is like, like that. that. And I'm, it doesn't matter if you're a friend, like, it doesn't matter anyone. Like, I've met people and thought, like, oh, like, you're such a nice person, such a good person. Like, I would be willing to hang out with you again. And I later hear, like, oh, they're a drug addict <laughs> yeah. with, and did this, this, and this. They robbed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hear all these stories afterwards, but I'm so quick to be like, oh, like, you're a nice person. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm the other way. <laughs> I'm the other way. Which is okay. <laughs> it is okay. It's okay no matter what. Like, either way, I'm just saying. Like, mm. I'm the one who's like, prove yourself to me. Mm. Prove to me why I should like you. Do you find that's ever a fault? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe I'm too... Sometimes I'm like, I feel like people may have good intentions, but... I don't, maybe it's, like, my own defense mechanism. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe it's my own way to not let you in so you can't hurt my feelings or you can't Mm -hmm. hurt me. Mm -hmm. But I'm, like, prove it to me. Like, for instance, in past relationships, I would all, I broke up with every single one of them except for one. Mm -hmm. So my very first, like, serious boyfriend, he broke up with me. And every relationship after that, I broke up with everybody Mm -hmm. because I... I needed to be the one to control that. And I needed to be the one to shut that Mm -hmm. down. Even with my husband. I tried to shut that down, and he was like, not today, bitch. <laughs> but, like, that's just how I am. So maybe it is. Maybe it's, like, a defense mechanism, like, mm-hmm. but... And I, and I think literally everything roots from your childhood. But mm-hmm. I grew up in a really, like, loving home, and I, I had every reason to trust, you know, like, my family never gave me reason to not trust them. Yeah. Or, like, you know, I always felt supported and loved, and all my friends, like, I never had any... You know, I was was a, around good relationships, good friendships. I feel like I was never, like, betrayed. Yeah. You know, nothing like that. I was never cheated on. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. I haven't had any of those things, so I just feel like I... It's not a bad thing. like I can be trusting because, yeah. you know, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, you know. I remember, like... And maybe it comes from being in, uh, like, a, my, my parents are divorced and mm-hmm. they've been my whole life. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe that's... Probably. Deep-rooted why that's a problem. (laughs) And, like, I remember hearing my mom on the phone once and, like, what she said was not the truth. And I was young and I was like, the fuck? Mm -hmm. I knew then, Mm -hmm. right? So I think, like, from young, I think I built these, like, walls to be, like... Bow down lying. and prove that you're worthy because you're lying. Yeah, you like, probably thought, like, my mom is lying. Yeah, so Who people, else lies? people open their mouth and I'm like, I always question, is that the truth or is that a lie? And it's almost exhausting sometimes, <laughs> but nonetheless. <laughs> for me, on the flip side... I have some healthy relationships. <laughs> for me, on the flip side, it's also very exhausting <clears throat> for me to, like, feel like I'm being let down mm-hmm. by people that I want to trust all the time. Yeah. Right? Because I just will give them the trust. I'll be like, yep, sure. Like, whatever you need, I'm here. Yeah. And then when they don't reciprocate yeah. that, or they don't trust... Like, for me, if someone doesn't trust me, I'm like, why? Yeah. Because I'm so quick honest, to- right. too. Like, I, I don't feel... I feel like I don't really lie. See, and I think, for me, I never wanted to feel that way. So I tried yeah. to shut it down because I did feel that way. 
yeah. as a kid. Yeah. So I tried to shut it down before I could feel it again. Wow, this is... Therapy's good. <laughs> Everyone should go to therapy. Welcome to <laughs> Wifeology Therapy. We're going to host Thursday sessions. Everyone has deep-rooted yeah, childhood yeah. issues. <laughs> Whether you're a wife or not. Um, what was another one that I had? Oh, healthy relationships, there's always going to be forgiveness in fights. And then good relationships shouldn't have... You shouldn't have to always be forgiving and always fighting. Hmm. Say that again. So <clears throat> some people think that, like, a healthy relationship does, in fact, have lots of fights and forgiveness. And some people think, like, oh, like, me and my spouse never fight. And that's a good oh, okay. relationship. Okay. So I know people <laughs> in their marriage who are like, oh, we never fight. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, do you love each other? <laughs> but see? Because if you love each other... In my opinion, mm. this is just my opinion. In my opinion, if you love each other, you're bound to have some mm. fights because sometimes you love each other so much that you're you're crazy. And that that means you're also going to have to be forgiving. Right. You believe that's healthy. To a certain degree, yes. Okay. I believe it is healthy to have disagreements and arguments. You believe it is healthy to not have those. <laughs> I can't say no because I I don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> but because I do have, like, I feel, I don't know that I would say it's not healthy, but I feel like those little disagreements and those arguments and learning to forgive, those all are natural. They're, they are, but they also strengthen your relationship and mm -hmm. I feel like they strengthen your marriage, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm not fighting with you, like, I broke up with somebody because he wouldn't fucking fight with me. And not not just like that. Not like he wouldn't fight with me, but, like, everything was... He was just, like, so easy, yeah. la-di-da, and I was like, you don't challenge me. Yeah. You don't share, like, the passion that I have that yeah. I need to, like, we need to discuss this, and you're just like, oh, I'll let you have it. Like, my husband and I have different opinions on some things, mm -hmm. and sometimes those lead to disagreements and arguments, but they're not to the point where we're, like, yelling at each other and we're like, you're fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a healthy argument. Conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if we were fighting every day, all day, I would say, okay, probably not healthy. But you see how, like, two two different couples yeah. would say that. Like, we fight all the time. We think it's healthy. Or we don't fight all the time. Like, how could you possibly think that fighting's healthy? Yeah. Like, so different. There's two different... So, I think with all of these, there's a line. Yeah. Probably. And probably but the people who are giving those advice are heavily on one... They, yeah. They... But I think everyone's going to mostly believe in one side over right. the other. Right. And it depends on your morals, your values, and yeah. who you are. Like, maybe these people grew up in a home where they never fought. Mm hmm Or. My parents. I yeah. never saw them fight. I was just going to say, or they never saw them fight. Mm hmm Exactly. And, like, my husband and I talk about, like, how when we have a family, like, we want them to see that, like, it's okay to disagree. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with your person on every single thing. That is so annoying. I know. I don't want you to agree with me on everything. But I think that's that's huge. Like, for me, like we just said to my parents, like, I never really saw any big disagreements. I never really, you know, they never really showed us that. And, I, and I'm not blaming them for that. Yeah. But it gave me the expectation that that you doesn't happen. See, and I grew up different. Like, mm -hmm. my parents split and... There were tons of times where they were so literally screaming at each other. <laughs> that's why you're comfortable with those fights. <laughs> yeah. For me, as soon as, like, those things happen, I get really, like, I'm uncomfortable because I just want to everything to be happy and okay. Yeah. But I have to realize, like, that's, that's not, not realistic either. 
they, they don't need to be bad. They don't need right. to be bad. But any fight for me, in, in not just my most recent relationship, like, in any relationship, yeah. even with my friends. Like, you get uncomfortable? I get uncomfortable. Yeah. When there's just, like, that fight. And I'm I'm so quick to be like, I just don't, I want it to go away. Just say sorry. Like, I'm just, okay. go away. Yeah. Because. You just don't want to be in that situation. That wasn't a thing that I was around. Like, yeah. I, like, people talk about how, like, in their families, like, people fight, like, like, their cousins or their, like, grandparents don't like certain people. You know, like, there's always, like, family drama. Yeah. I've never seen that. Hmm. My family doesn't have that, and I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Like, I just have seen so much love, and, like, no one actually fights. I've never heard anyone be like, oh, this cousin doesn't like this cousin. Like, never. Yeah. Never. Oh, we have... Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, in my head, fighting is non-existent in my world. Right. So, when... So, it, then, if you're put in a scenario where you are fighting... Well. Yeah. And... Whether it's a healthy amount or not, or not. to you, it's not... It's yeah. not healthy. But that's yeah. not true. <laughs> yeah. A little bit is okay. Yeah. And even if a little bit happens in my relationships, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't do this. Hmm. See? Therapy's really helping me. And I think and I think from the outside, a lot of people, because of what I've just gone through, everyone's very quick to be like, Hallie, you're too forgiving. You're too mm-hmm. this. And I'm really just thinking about all the things that, like, led to it. But who the fuck is to say if you're too forgiving or not? Yeah. Okay, I'll be honest. Sometimes I think you're too forgiving. <laughs> but that's just my, based on the fact that I'm not. Yeah. That's not based on the fact that yeah. that makes you less of a person or, yeah. you know. What did I post yesterday? So I've been working on boundaries, specifically. And it's no one's place to tell me how I can feel. And right. those boundaries are, and I'll read them because I put them on my Instagram, and our Instagram, yesterday. My before I forget this, because mm-hmm. you know I will after you read that. My <laughs> sister teaches her kids that, mm-hmm. like, nobody can tell you how you feel. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like, for instance, if a kid hits my sister's kids mm-hmm. and they say that hurt and the kid says it doesn't, she's like, nobody can tell you that that, that doesn't hurt you. Yeah. And I think that's really good it is to good. say to them. Like, nobody can tell you that that didn't mm-hmm. hurt your feelings. Because no. they're your fucking feelings. Yeah, or it's your, your body. So nobody yeah. can come to you and say, you yeah. know, your I can say... Yours. I can say I feel like you're too forgiving mm-hmm. based on the fact that I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I have to base it on. Yeah. Nothing else. You have no other grounds to Nothing. tell me how I to I would just do say in that situation, I wouldn't be as forgiving. Yeah. That doesn't mean your way's right and my... Or your way's wrong and my way. And if right. it were reversed, I would be like, why aren't you more right. forgiving? Right. <laughs> so there's... No- <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but boundaries... I said, like, what do boundaries feel like? It means... It's not my job to fix other people. Mm-hmm. It's okay if others get angry, which I'm not. That's that's mm-hmm. a whole thing that I'm working on, and I'm not okay when people are angry with me. But I need to be okay because, like, if it's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's life. Um, it's okay to say no, which is I know you've said before. You yeah. have a hard time saying no. I have a very hard time saying no to people. It is not my job to take responsibility for others, which is also a huge problem for me. Um, it is my job to make me happy, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing that your sister is teaching your, yeah. your kids. Like, those are your feelings. Yeah. Like, you get to feel those things. Yeah. Nobody has to agree with me. Nobody has to agree with my choices. And I have the right to my own feelings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's... I agree with all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because we we were just talking about how, you know... Um, I'm going to lose track of what I'm saying. So remind me that what I want to bring back is that what you just said, nobody has to agree with my decisions. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> right down. <laughs> I personally think that's a huge one because 
I'm someone that takes the opinions of others and somehow adopts them as my own, mm-hmm. even though they are not my opinions. Like, this is a good example. You can continue after you're done writing. But as a kid, I was asked, what is your favorite color? I said blue. Mm-hmm. To this day, I still say blue. Want to know why? Because that's my dad's favorite color. <laughs> I shit you not. That yeah. is the reason. I thought my dad loves the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's his favorite color. Yeah. That's now my favorite color. Yeah. Was it? You'll never know because you still think Honestly, it's blue. Honestly, I still say it's <laughs> yeah. blue, but we both know it's pink. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because, like, those opinions, and often, I love my parents, but often my parents' opinion really Heavily. influences me. Yeah. And it's not my opinion. Yeah. It's not how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> but I make those choices on what other people feel. And that's, like, not even just my parents. It's, like, my best friend. She thinks a certain way, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess so. But I have to really dig deep and think, like, that's is not it? actually how I feel to my core. Yeah. Okay, so two things. Um, I literally have a peanut brain. <laughs> so what I was going to say when you said nobody has to agree with your decisions, um, we were talking about how, you know, like, now that we're married, there's this, like, heavy pressure to buy a house mm-hmm. because people just say that, like, there's a trajectory. You get married, you get married, you buy a house, you have a baby. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just, that's just it. Apparently, Mm -hmm. that's the end-all be-all. And I've been feeling a lot of pressure lately to get ourselves into a house. Like, we rent. We've been renting here for almost four years. Mm -hmm. And we're okay with it. We want more space. Like, I don't look at it as, like, anybody who rents is lesser than those who own. Mm -hmm. The only reason we'd want to own something is to have more space. If I rent a house or I rent an apartment that's bigger... I don't fucking care. Yeah. But there's an insane amount of pressure to buy a home. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you tell people we're okay right now or, like, we're comfortable renting and renting works for us, there's a judgment. Yeah. Like, like, well, why why don't you you want to buy a house? Yeah. Like, why is it just just you get married and then you just have to buy a house? Mm -hmm. Why is it assumed that? Mm -hmm. If you're comfortable where you are, you're comfortable with renting, you're comfortable, like, no one else's opinion should influence that and one thing i said to somebody when they asked about it i was like you don't pay my bills yeah so unless you want to come and you want to pay my rent and you Mm want to go buy my groceries and you want to pay whatever else we have don't worry about it you're talk about me when i'm gone yeah you're not in my situation and while i can i can validate that some of the points are 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 valid Mm -hmm. right like you know buying house then you own it and you have equity absolutely but if I'm not there, don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm not a lesser of a person because I rent. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. I'm That's I'm not point. lesser than you who owns a home mm-hmm. because I rent an apartment mm-hmm. or I rent a home. Mm-hmm. Right? That's exactly it. And the other thing I wanted to say when you were saying the opinions about your parents. So <sighs> I had to <laughs> learn. Okay. So when my husband. I would all I would never in my life make a decision unless I talked to my sister, my brother-in-law, my dad. Mm-hmm. Never. I was like, how do you guys feel about this? Yeah. What should I do? Tell mm-hmm. me what to do. I ask everybody. Okay. When I started dating my husband, I would ask them all these questions. And we got to a point in our relationship. I think it was actually just before we got married where I was like, I have to talk to my dad about it first. And then in my head, I was like, no. <laughs> I have to talk to my, like, him about it first. Like, Mm -hmm. we're doing this together now. And that was really hard for me. It was really, we made a decision together without asking any of our family. And I was, I thought I was going to, to full send into a panic attack. (laughs) But I knew I needed to do it because I knew that now we're doing this life together and we Mm -hmm. need to start. The only person who has to agree with me now is you. Mm -hmm. 
we have to agree with each other. Mm. But not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> but like if we're gonna make big life things, yeah. we don't we don't need our parents' approval or mm. opinion. If they don't like it, it's okay. Right. <laughs> like when we got married, we changed our wedding quickly, as you know. Mm-hmm. And when we told my parents, my dad was like, People aren't gonna be happy about that. And I said, so at what? this point, it is what it is, mm. you know? I know that. Mm. I'm not happy with it. Not that I'm not happy with it, but, like, I was not happy that we couldn't mm-hmm. have everybody. Mm. So, it took me a while, again, to learn that, like, I used to really not be able to make my own decision without somebody else saying, yes, Raylene, that's a good mm. idea, or no, Raylene, that's a bad idea. Mm. And now, I have to fucking make that decision on my own and if someone with my told husband. You, if someone told you, like, it was a bad decision, would you just believe them and go, yep, that's a bad decision, I'm not going to do it? Well, I used to. That's a, yeah. But now yeah. I'm like, well, why? Yeah. Why is it a bad decision? And I think that comes from setting boundaries that mm-hmm. I've had to set to say, like, tell me why. Yeah. Now I'm asking for your opinion. Tell me why you think it's yeah. bad and we'll weigh it. Yeah. And I'm allowed to disagree with how you're feeling. Right. Because no one's in your body. No right. one's in your feelings. No one's in your brain. So, like, my brain works completely different right. than yours does, for example. It's the same when people say, like, this is my advice mm-hmm. and then they don't take it. Okay, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. Because I'm not running your life. Yeah, but I had this one that says, unless you want to trade lives with someone, you don't need to take their advice. Right. So, yeah. Unless you want to pay my bills. <laughs> yeah. Or, do, you know, like, that's it. You're asking for advice to see what somebody else would do. That doesn't mean you you have to take it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm struggling with big time. Like, you just said you needed to set boundaries. Yeah. I'm working on those boundaries because, like I said, with my favorite color, for some reason... I believe that other people's opinions are what I need to make my decision on. Right. And I'm very it's very hard for me to be like, no, Hallie, what do you right. want to your core? If you were to ask my sister right now, she'll say that any advice that we've given Raylene, I've never taken it. <laughs> and not that I've not taken it, I've listened to it. She's like, but you just are who you are. And we can tell you the same thing so many times. Mm-hmm. You'll do it your way no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's just how you are. You mm-hmm. have to learn it yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. They've told me things repeatedly and they're like, we don't like, this is what we would do. And I'm like, okay. And I know sometimes I'm doing the wrong thing, but I'm like, I have to learn, learn. myself. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how I am. Even to this day, mm-hmm. like with my own husband, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I'll just figure it out. You know, my best friend Meg is the same way. Like I can... I can give her all the advice in the world and I can tell her what my opinion is, but I know damn well that Meg's going to do whatever <laughs> yeah. the fuck she wants. Yeah. Like, I can I can talk to her for a full 24 hours and I know that she will go and do the exact opposite. opposite yeah. <laughs> like, some pe- that's just how some people are. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. It's not my choice to make. Right. And that's, again, that's another thing that I've started to realize is like, I cannot change your behavior, your thoughts, your feelings. Mm-hmm. I can change mine. I cannot change yours. Yeah. So if you want to be bitter, you want to think that I'm making whatever decisions, you want to for it. not trust me, you want to not whatever, it's your choice. Yep. <laughs> you want to mess up your life royally, you want to do this with your life, <laughs> yeah. go for it. Go for it. <laughs> um, this is what I'm choosing for me. Yeah. Okay, so there's one here, and this one's really resonate. Yeah. Re- resonates with me. Okay. <laughs> Res. What is the word? Anyway, this one I really like. It says opposites attract versus date people with common interest. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> that one. Opposite. But you hear that often. Yeah. Date people who have common interests as you or opposites make a good couple. I think yeah, that one's hard. I think both. I think opposites give you a little bit of like 
flavor almost. Like you get to do a little bit of both, but sometimes you butt heads too much. Mm-hmm. And having someone that has a lot of interests that are the same as you can also irritate you. <laughs> irritate you because you spend too much time together. You yeah. know, you don't have your own interests. Yeah. You don't have interests that are like separate. I can't say in my last relationship, we were definitely opposites. Right. But we, ha- but we had a lot of the same interests. Like, we both loved the outdoors. We loved to go for walks. You know, we loved, all- like, sitting around and watching TV all day. Like, we had a lot of the same, those interests. But we were, like, polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, it- <laughs> if there was a spectrum, we were on both sides. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one's better. So, I don't think one's better than the other. I don't other. know which one I lean more yeah. on. I We lean more on we're opposites. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always was told... Date somebody with common interests. Mm. So if I would go on a date with somebody and they were like, I like this. And I was like, I don't guess I can't date you anymore because I, you know. Oh, that rem- okay. That's, that's a good point because, okay. When I dated the Portuguese boy, mm-hmm. Portuguese people in general <laughs> are not outdoorsy people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they don't camp. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> they... I'm yeah. lucky that my mom is in Portuguese and, like, we got the camping and, like, the outdoorsiness yeah. from her. My dad is definitely. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe he learned that from my mom because they didn't go camping as kids. Because they're opposites. Because they're opposites. Yeah. But, um, I remember thinking when I was dating this Portuguese guy, I was like, man, he'll never fucking fit in. Like, I need to go for hikes. I need to go camping. That's what I enjoy. And that was one of those things where it was, like, it was a deciding factor for me because I was like, he won't enjoy doing mm-hmm. those things and I enjoy doing those things. So... From then on, like, I kind of only dated people, like, that. So, like, that you interest. decided for him before he could even tell you whether he liked or didn't like those things. <laughs> well, I knew that he wasn't. Yeah. Like, I, like, even when I talked about Candy, he was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, bugs. <laughs> oh, bugs. <laughs> but that is, I guess, one of those, like, mm. shared interests that are important. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, for me, I do agree that, like, opposites attract. hmm Sometimes. But it's nice to have similar... Right. So, like, in my scenario, I've never met somebody more level-headed, calm, cool, and collected as my husband. <laughs> and I'm somebody who revs on high all the time. You know <laughs> yes, this. You do. Okay? Like, I rev on high all the time. I will spit fire texts at Hallie all day long. And, then and I'm, I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry that I just sent you 72 separate text messages. Like, let me know when you catch up. Same thing with my husband. Like, I'll text him all day long. Just random thoughts. Like, it just... <laughs> That's just how I am. I just rev on high all the time. I'll literally text back and be like, okay, give me five minutes to catch up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then I'll reply. And, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I should probably just, like... Like, sometimes I will literally stop sending messages because I'm like, I'll wait for them to reply first. Like, I've sent far too many. But my brain just works like yeah, that. Yeah, do. It just revs on high, and I have to say it, like, just right then. Like, I mm-hmm. had to write it down because I'll forget it. I have to say it mm-hmm. as I think of it. You are like that. But I also work at 52,000 thoughts a second. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and he, and my husband is like chill, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like if is. I text him five things, he answers one. And I know that's a that's male a thing in general, <laughs> but like he's just like, Meh. I'm like, please. Th- okay. For instance, on Friday, I was like, please call Service Canada. Please do this. Please do this. And we got to do this. And can we do this? And on the weekend, we got to do that. And then we're gonna do this. And he was like, okay. So then I get home and I was like, did you call? And he's like, well, yeah, I called, but like there was a long wait. So I waited for a little bit and then I just got tired of it. And then I had to go. So like, and me, I was like, why would you do that? Why would you not call from the second that you woke up so that you had enough time in the day to sit on the four hour hold? (laughs) But when I have really, really bad anxiety, Mm -hmm. which he never really knew well Mm -hmm. prior to me, he knows how to calm it down. Mm Mm-hmm. 
literally by one thing. Mm -hmm. Like, he knows how to take it from, like, 110 Mm -hmm. to literally, like, five. (laughs) And I think that balances us really well. Mm -hmm. Like, he's really calm and I'm really revving and I think... I know, like, really? (laughs) Um... I'll wait till it passes because it's going to be loud. Who's traveling? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not us. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think in that sense with, like, opposites attract, like, even in our interest, Mm -hmm. when I met him, he loves festivals. Mm -hmm. I never, I don't, I don't even like that. I mean, I'm okay with, I, I compromise (laughs) and I go and I'll listen to it because Mm -hmm. he does. But, like, our music interests, different. Our idea of fun, different. What we do for downtime, different. How we react to any situations, different. True. Everything that we do is different, mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to say is, but we do those things with each other because we know it makes each other happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go to festivals because I'm like, whew, <laughs> I'm having the best time of my life. I go because he likes it and yeah. he likes when I go with him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sit down and watch these rom-com movies with me yeah. because he wants to. I think there's a... I don't know. For me, that's... I fully agree. But with my ex, for example, or my ex-fiance, I... He wanted me... <laughs> so he had some interest and I just kind of thought, like, if that's what you enjoy doing, like, why can't you go do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to. Like, I think it'd be good for us to have our own alone time. Like, I don't want to go sit with you in the garage and sand down wood. Yeah. <laughs> like... You enjoy doing that. Why can't you go do that? And I will... I enjoy cleaning the house. Yeah. (laughs) I do. It's therapeutic for me. I want to turn on some music. I'll clean the house. I'll make it sparkly. You can go outside and do whatever you want to do in the garage. And we kind of butt heads there a little bit. Yes, I could have gone out there and and compromised. Maybe I should have. But you don't always have to. No, I don't always have to. But, you know, and that's the thing. You said you would go to festivals. (laughs) Truthfully, I don't know if I would. Yeah. (laughs) Because I... Do not like that. Okay, I don't, I didn't. Maybe by, like, the third or fourth one, I was mm-hmm. like, this isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. But I would n- never go on my own. Mm-hmm. It's not something I would sign up to go on my own. But I had an okay time. Mm-hmm. Like, an okay time enough that I'd go with him. But out of the, all the ones he goes in a year, mm-hmm. I go to maybe two with him. And then I'm like, go do your thing. Yeah. Because I know you want to fucking rock out. <laughs> and I don't want to. Well, that's not, like, okay. Another example is um, watching, like, fights. Like, mm-hmm. what, like UFC, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't mind. I and I and I did go multiple times. I don't mind. But in my head, I'm just kind of like, you want to have a, you want to have yeah. a boys night and go watch the fights, go do it. Yeah. And he and it, I understand that he would want me to come. Like uh, other girlfriends would be there, and like I don't mind going. But in my head, I was always kind of like, well, why don't you just go and have your time? Like mm-hmm. I'm happy to have my time. You know, we spent a lot of fucking time together. Yeah. And I love you, but like you can go and and spend time with your friends and have that fight. I'll pick you up later if you want yeah. me to. But he. He was like, well, why don't you want to come and spend time with my friends? And it wasn't that I don't want to spend time with your friends. Right. It was that that's something that I'm not interested yeah. in. And I remember one time I went <laughs> and I was sitting downstairs alone watching yeah. it because they all wanted to go have like <laughs> yeah. a smoke outside yeah. and I'm sitting there watching The Rock on cool. TV by myself and yeah. I'm like, guys, guys, if I'm starting, <laughs> yeah. like, why am I watching it alone? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, I think maybe I'm a little bit harsher. I'm a, maybe. I think... I'm not a therapist. <laughs> I think you, the kind of person you are, needs somebody who does have a bit more of similar interests, mm-hmm. but can still have your alone time. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think, yeah, I think mm-hmm. you need somebody who's not so polar opposite. Opposite enough, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. maybe the dial's here. Or, like, we're both okay with having 
I'm, I'm codependent. Space. So yeah. my, the problem that I'm working on is that I am codependent. <laughs> and I think I struggle with, like, having that separation time. So when I do feel that moment of, like, oh, I want to have some separation time, I pr- should probably take it. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> you know? So those are just little things. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I, I didn't have any interest in watching a UFC fight. I will watch it with you if that's what you want. If truly, like, it's it means a lot to you and you want me to spend that time with you. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Do I want to sit there and watch it? No. No. (laughs) Do you want to sit there and watch Jane the Virgin with me? Yeah. No. (laughs) You know, I'll do it. They end up, though. They end up watching. I know, they do. But yes, I agree. But then it's okay to have that separation Absolutely. So have your own interests, I think, is really good. Yeah. So maybe there needs to be three options. Yeah. (laughs) Complete opposites. Some similar interests. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And? And, like, you're the exact same person. You married the male version of you. Like, Me? No, I'm just oh, like, those are the three yes, options. Like, yes, yes, yes. You either... We are identical, opposites, <laughs> mediocre. Yeah. Mediocre interests. I think I would be happiest as mediocre yeah. interests. That's what I mean. I think yeah. you... Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, What, what other ones do I have? You should always oh, stand... Good one. Okay, go ahead. No, it's okay. You go first. <laughs> you should always stand by your partner through, like, thick and thin, or, like... You need to walk away. Which I know there's a line there. There's a huge line there. But some people, you know, are very, like, one side or the other. Like, some people... Sorry, though. I'm sweating so much. (laughs) Not you necessarily, but sometimes you are, like, you know, this walk away. Yeah. So, I think sometimes people are like, oh, they're they're doing that. Like, that's not fair to you. But you don't hear both sides of the story. You just think, and I know that you're... I love you. But, like, you you are that way. You're like, walk away. I am. Whereas... But I'm that person for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was also that person in my own relationship at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah right? That's true. You're like, you did this, bye. Yeah. Yeah. You're quick to it's cut off. It's just how I, I yeah. am. And I stand by everybody for some reason. Like, my best friend, God love her, she makes horrible decisions. <laughs> like, horrible decisions. She, God love him. Easton is her son. Yeah. But she had him when she was 19. She was running around with the wrong people and it wasn't being smart. Yeah. To this day, God love her, makes questionable fucking decisions. Yeah. Do I walk away from her? No. Never. But you know what? I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. So where's the line? Okay, I think it's different <laughs> when it's it's an intimate relationship mm-hmm. and you're doing life with that person. Yeah, for sure. And when it's a friendship, you're still doing yeah. life with that person, but in a different way. Yeah. That's not who you lay down you're with not that night. you sharing your yeah, life together. You don't, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, same thing for me. Like, with my mm. previous best friend, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that I was like, I don't agree with this. Mm-hmm. And I would do this totally different in my life. Mm-hmm. But that's my opinion. Yeah, it's not my choice to make for you. And I don't spend every day with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not building a life with you in the same way mm-hmm. that I would be with a partner. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have as hard of a line when it comes to platonic relationships. Yeah. But in your, like, and I agree. I think... Like, I left my relationship because it was too much. I could no longer stand by because I was sacrificing right. myself. Right. Like, I was sacrificing my mental health. I was sacrificing some of my values. Even if it wasn't intentional. Right. It, it was happening. Right. So, yeah. I did, I wasn't able physically to stand by him at that time mm-hmm. in my life anymore. So, yeah. And now, in my actual marriage and mm-hmm. relationship, like, yeah, I, I, I am, like, a hard line. Like... Mm-hmm when things happen very early on in our relationship, you know, and then now we're in a different mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and we are going through stuff as a couple. And individuals. And individuals. Like, we <clears throat> both have our own baggage mm-hmm. and, you know, that's something that we're learning to work through together. Mm-hmm. 
But at this point, I would never, no matter how hard it got mm-hmm. in what we're going through right now, I wouldn't leave. But that's I not a strong statement. Do you hear that? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, think. Let's say things got bad. <laughs> like, think think about the worst that it could get. How far could he get? You would stay no matter what. Okay, no. <laughs> in what we're going through right now, yeah. I would stay. Yeah. But I've told him, if our relationship turns into this... Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. Whether we're married or we're not married. Mm-hmm. That's your boundary. There's a line. Yep. And I've yep. told him that from day one. Yep. This is my line. Mm-hmm. If we get to that point. Mm-hmm. I think that was my problem. Because you've set that boundary. And as we talked about, like, I never set boundaries for some mm-hmm. reason. So in those relationships. I think because you've never had to. I've never had you to You never knew even no. that <laughs> you a, needed that. Boundary? Yeah. <laughs> you can't you, set something you don't know you need. You mean you can just... <laughs> Like, set people boundaries and say, no, you can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) That's weird. But, yeah, like, I think... I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I never set boundaries, and I never realized that I had to have them. So, you said, you know, if you get to this point and you're treating me this way, that is it. Mm. For me, I never thought, like, oh, someone's going to get to that point. Do you know? Because I was never exposed to people that had mental health problems or past problems. I think that's where I know... in. Our very first episode, we mentioned that you and my husband were the same, mm-hmm. and me and now your ex were the same. Mm-hmm. We come from similar families, mm-hmm. and I think him and I are very, we see things through this. a p- pessimistic glass, yes. and you and my husband never knew that, mm-hmm. you know? It's glass half full, glass half empty. Right. Mm-hmm. And despite the things that, like, he's gone through in his life, like my husband, mm-hmm. you know, he said to me, like, divorce is not an option, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Yeah. I do not ever wake up and go, hmm, I'm going to find some divorce. What's going to get there, you know? (laughs) But at some point, it may be possible. Mm -hmm. It may be possible that we get to a point where our mental state or our physical state or our Mm -hmm. lives are really deteriorating Mm -hmm. and we're no longer the person that we need to be for each other. Yep. I'm okay if we get, I'm okay to admit that if we get to that point. And, you know, his family's gone through stuff too. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, like, this is what I've come from. Mm. This is what my life mm-hmm. looks like. Your life is totally different. Mm-hmm. So he believes that you stick through it no matter Absolutely. what. Absolutely. You believe the opposite. I believe the and opposite. that's exactly what I'm saying. That yeah. is so contradicting. And that's hard. And I, I think I believe in both. And, and I, I'm proving that because I did leave something that was no longer right. mentally okay for me at that moment. And that's okay. But I also don't want to, you know, that's not on my radar. It's like to ever get divorced. Yeah. I don't want that. It's not on my radar either. But if it's no longer serving me and it's making my mental health and my physical health and everything deteriorate. If I'm crumbling as yeah. a person yeah. because of the relationship I'm in, mm-hmm. it's time to it's leave, time it. leave it. Yeah. So I will stand by you. I mm-hmm. will stand by you through whatever we're going through. Like I said, we're going through our own stuff right mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, what can I do to serve you? Mm-hmm. What can I do to help you? And I think the thing is, sorry to interrupt okay. you, but let's say you were to share all the things that you're going with, going through with a family member or a sister, and mm-hmm. they're they're going to try to tell you why why are you dealing with that? Why are you putting up with that? Why don't you whatever? But it's your choice at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You want to stand by that person. Yeah. If and I know like you, it happens in my family. Yeah, you've shared things before and they don't they don't agree, right. and you have to just be like. I'm sorry you feel that way, but it is my choice. Thank you for your opinion, (laughs) but you don't live with this person. Mm -hmm. You don't share a life with this person. Mm -hmm. You don't... Like, my thing is, who do I lay down with every night? Mm -hmm. That's where my loyalty Mm -hmm. lies. And again, you're sharing those 
pessimistic things, negative things, those bad things that are upsetting you, they don't get to see the way you guys cuddle on the couch at night. They don't get to see you dance around in the kitchen. They don't get to see waking up on a Sunday morning in bed together. Nothing. Right? And that's why I always say nobody fully knows your relationship. Mm -hmm. They don't see when the door is closed. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. Yep. What was one that you were thinking of? (laughs) Oh, it's kind of goes with that. It was like, be upfront about who you are versus hold back your baggage. Ooh. (laughs) See, (laughs) (laughs) we have problems, so. (laughs) I, I know this sounds like a really big therapy session. Before this year, I, I knew I had depression. I knew I had anxiety, but I didn't know to what depths it was Mm -hmm. until recently. So I have, I've had baggage a long time. Go ahead. I'm going to pause you to say <laughs> May is Mental Health Awareness Month, yes. and we're going to do a whole thing on mental health. And I think that's why this is heavily mental because we're related. leaning towards that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go. But I didn't know, like, I always thought, like, what baggage do I have? I have a lot. <laughs> and, like, I think, again, relating back to my parents, they would think, like, oh, Hallie, like, you don't have that kind of baggage. Because mm-hmm. you think baggage is only people that have had traumatic experiences. Right. That is not the truth. No. I have so much baggage that I bring into relationships that I don't even realize that I do. You know, like, I cling on to you because I'm codependent as fuck, and I will people-please you till I die. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And that's not healthy. But also, I think that sometimes people think baggage is just, like, those bad things, like trauma. Right. Or, like, physical things, like, okay, like, like, kids or, Mm -hmm. or, I don't know, physical things as well. I think, like, child abuse, your childhood addictions... You know? Sometimes I think people don't even realize that they have baggage until mm-hmm. they're in a relationship mm-hmm. where they're forced to see. To evaluate. Hey, I've got some problems. That's me. Great. <laughs> but I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying, this is what I have. Mm-hmm. Again, in my relationship, when I started dating my husband, it wasn't day one. It wasn't like, hi, nice to meet you. I have problems. <laughs> yeah, but Exactly. But... It was early into our relationship where I said, this is what I deal with. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. But I need to know now. Yeah. Because I'm not going to get into a serious relationship with you <laughs> if you can't handle this. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's good of you. And I think, I think if you know mm-hmm. that you have that, mm-hmm. I think that that's okay to say it. Because if you're not ready to handle that, mm-hmm. I don't want to even catch feelings for you. I don't even want to yeah. like you. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I think... In my past relationship, I was not aware of a lot of things before. Yeah. Like, we were already pretty deep in before I started to know some of the things. Yeah. If I had known those things before, because of the person I am, I probably would have worked with them on it. But But would you have come out front and said, like, would you have been like, hi, we've been dating for a month and I just want you to know that actually I deal with a lot of trauma and um, in case you're wondering, I don't like to talk about my feelings, so don't come at me about them. And also, if you're going to do this, then just leave now. Would you have done that? No. So I think it's hard for people to just come out and be like, these are my problems because you want to be, you know, you want to be in a, at that point, you want to be with this person. So you're like, do I scare them away or do I not? (laughs) Right. But I think in that relationship, I kind of wish I had known things yeah. prior. Doesn't mean I would have ran away because of the person that I am. I probably would have still seen the, you know, the, the good. good. I still yeah. see you as a good person. Absolutely. He's still an amazing person. But those things would have been better to face head on beforehand, before it got to be too much. For your baggage. For, yeah. But let me say something. On the and flip we can side. Cut, yeah. We can cut <laughs> this out if you don't want. Did you know the amount of baggage that he had up front? That's what I'm saying. 
No. Like, he, you didn't know from his side either. I knew some things. Yeah. But I didn't realize it weighed so heavily on him. And had you known mm-hmm. early on, mm-hmm. would you have done anything differently? I think so. I think I would have wanted to move slower. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have realized, like, oh, there's more here than I than I realized. Okay. I didn't know a lot of things going forward. Doesn't make him a bad person. No, not at all. None of those things, but I think it would have changed. You would evaluate differently. I think it would have changed the trajectory yeah. of how we moved. Right. Because we moved quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. And I think if I had known those things, I would have been like, okay, so maybe there's some work to be done first. Right. Because at the time, I was fairly level-headed <laughs> when I was... I think you still are level-headed. Mm. I think you're just more aware. You're mm. more no. aware that you are who you are. Mm. And these all play into, mm. you know? And, like, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. Mm. And had you not had this relationship, I don't think you would have had started self. to uncover all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I probably would have kept going thinking, I have no baggage. Yeah. I'm good. I'm great. I come from so much love. <laughs> right? But that's just not the truth. And I think that's another thing is people think that when people come from such a loving environment and a loving family that they have no problems. That's not, not true. Truth. That's not the not fucking true truth. at all. Maybe I don't have You trauma. can love your kid to death yeah. and fuck that kid up. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't have trauma. Maybe I was not abused or, you know, I don't have addiction issues you know like those big things that you think of when you right. think of those things when you think of like baggage yeah maybe you don't have all those things but that doesn't mean that there's something fucked up in my brain too right <laughs> i'm like you don't have that but you were loved so much that you don't understand you what don't... it's like to not be right <laughs> yeah. right and that's baggage yeah. huge <laughs> god dang and you're the like not that you weren't loved but like we are so opposite Spectrums. I was loved in a different way, like... But you were shown more, like, reality, I right. think, than I was. <sighs> like, okay, so I know this sounds so weird, but, like, I used to think I was blind as a kid because I can't remember things past, like... Blind? Or you just had a bad memory? <laughs> no, hang on. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> like, my mom will show me pictures of when I was a baby, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was blind then. Like, be not blind... I think I I literally blocked out the first 10 years of my life. Like, oh my in God. my head, I cannot recall a single memory from before I was around 10 years old. Oh, my God. And I don't know what happened, but I've blocked it out. So, when I think of that, I cannot remember being that small. Yeah. And I think... So, like, not so much now, I don't say I was blind, but, like, when I was in my, like, teens mm. and early 20s... Not that I'm old. Like, 19, <laughs> 18, 19, 16, whatever... I would be like, oh, I was blind because I couldn't remember it. I could never see through that. I could mm. never recall a memory from that. But I think that subconsciously I've blocked it out. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I know during that time, you know, like my parents split. Mm-hmm. It was not healthy in mm-hmm. any way. I remember them from when I was no longer blind. <laughs> I remember them arguing Mm. and it just makes me think like did that happen so much before that I don't like I don't want to remember it Mm -hmm. I know they loved me in the best way that they knew how but like mental illness is serious in my family Mm -hmm. like not that it's not for you I don't mean it that way I just mean like no Mm -hmm. but it affects so many people in my immediate family that Mm -hmm. they did the best that they could Mm -hmm. and I think that when you grow up with parents who have mental health issues, whether mm-hmm. 
known or unknown, Mm -hmm. that changes a lot of things, Mm -hmm. right? So I was loved, but, like, I cannot recall my dad saying I love you to me till I was probably 22. Wow. I think I've heard him say it twice. And not that he doesn't love me, but but he he was never shown love. Yeah. So he can't show it. Mm Not. Not oh, that he can't show it, but like it. he can't, he, he, he was never said, like, he was never told, like, oh, I love you, whatever. And my mom says it all the time mm-hmm. to the point where it, it sometimes bothers me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do you have to say I love you every time we hang up the phone? Yeah. Yeah. So I was shown love in such a different way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure if your mom called you and said, I love you, you'd say, I love you. Yeah. No hesitation. And me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she says, why do you say that? And she, like, anyway, it's, a, that's a whole other. Yeah thing but like it's terrifying uh, like you can i'm not a parent neither of us are parents but it's i think from us talking and just doing so much reflecting especially lately i know this sounds <laughs> yeah. like the craziest therapy like i'm sorry you didn't come here for therapy but <laughs> like it's true like i think i'm not a parent but i think parents do the best that they can they Absolutely. believe that they're giving you the best that they can but they don't realize that no matter what you yep. do as a parent your child can a hundred percent develop things that are going to be hard for them to deal with later on right because of that mm. Yeah. I fully believe my parents had the best of intentions still to yeah. this day. But, but I, I fully yeah. believe the reasons that I have some fucked up problems is because of that. Yeah. My parents gave, like, I always say I won the family lottery. Like, I, I did. I believe that I won the family lottery, but now that I'm reflecting more, not that I didn't win the lottery. Right. They're amazing. But I have unrealistic views. Have you ever heard people say, like, when you help your kids too much, sometimes you hinder them? hmm Yeah. Some I feel like maybe it can be the same with that. Yeah. When you love and coddle your kids so much, mm-hmm. you sometimes hinder them. Mm-hmm. Like, my husband's parents love and co- coddle him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how, that's how they give love. Yeah. We talked... Well, we're going to do love languages next, but, like, that's what we talked about. Like, y- you said physical touches, like, your lot. La- we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's your last one. Don't Probably hug me. Yeah. Don't yeah. even hug me. Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> but still, like, but, it's yeah. crazy. And then, okay, well, one more. Mm-hmm. We're pretty, this is like a long yeah. episode. <laughs> um, the last one is putting your, your partner in your relationship before yourself. Like, mm-hmm. people always say, like, oh, you, I put you before myself, you know, or taking care of yourself first. I think we kind of touched on this when we did our self-care episode. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think you cannot be good for anybody unless you're mm-hmm. good for yourself. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, what if you're the best that you can be, mm-hmm. but it's not the best? Mm-hmm. What if you're the best that you can be right now, today? Right now, today, mm-hmm. but it's kind of shitty. Yes, it, <laughs> and I agree with that because my ex fiance was very much that way. Like, it, there he had his moments. He had definitely moments where like it was a hard fucking day. Mm-hmm. But I think in in a lot of ways, some days, he was doing the best he could that day. Mm-hmm. So when my mental health started to deteriorate, because of his and what he was dealing with in his life, he was not able to give me mm-hmm. what, what I needed. needed. That's not it's my hard. fault. That's not his fault. Yeah. We just mentally were not strong enough for ourselves to, to be... put each other yeah. first. Does that make sense? Yep. Because for, for me right now, like, I struggle myself sometimes but sometimes I feel like he struggles more Mm -hmm. so I put it on the back burner because I'm like okay I know that he needs this and I know that you know I need to help him today Mm -hmm. right so 
I'm as good as I'm going to be for today, Mm -hmm. which is not the best I can be, Mm -hmm. but it's as best as I'm going to be today to help him. Yeah. So sometimes I do. Sometimes I do put our relationship and making sure that, like, he's okay Mm -hmm. and he's better before I worry about me. Mm -hmm. But then there's other times where I'm like... I need to put me first. Yeah, although I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But see what... See? Like, you're thinking, like, when was the last time I put me first? Mm -hmm. You know? So... (laughs) Yeah. Which one is it? It's hard. That's a, like, it's a really hard yeah, it one. Is. That one is hard. So I think in, in my last relationship, there was lots of struggles on both ends. And at the end, we both needed to take care of ourselves first. Right. I we agree know- that that, okay. <clears throat> I agree that that is like, you need to do that. You mm-hmm. need to take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Mm-hmm. But sometimes but, you don't. <laughs> not that you don't, but I think sometimes you just have to prioritize it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is as good as I'm going to be for today. But how long do you prioritize that for? Well, it won't, it wouldn't last. Well, exactly. (laughs) So if you continue putting your partner first and being like, they are struggling more than I am, although I am suffering, how long do you let that go on for? I'm (laughs) sure. Like, I know. (laughs) Like, it's hard. Hold on. So my best friend Meg just texted me saying, I have more annoying contradicting advice. I'm not sure if you started this. And I said, doing it now, tell me. She said, but basically, it's a whole part of me felt like we already said this, but I literally just saw a debate on Twitter for it. She sent me a voice note, so. I figured it'd be easier to do a voice note, but I cannot remember if we've already touched on this one or not. But basically, it's the whole idea that, like, you should not tell a man how to love you. Never, never explain to someone how you need to be loved. The right person will know how to love you and they will just do all the right things without ever having to be asked. And then there's people that are like, no, it's very important to discuss your love language and figure out and communicate how you need to be loved. And you can't expect someone to just know how to love you. Like that, the expectation that you, that somebody should just know how to love you. Yeah. Or like someone, or someone like, is it realistic to expect someone to just know how to love you? Or is it realistic for you to say like, this is how I like to be loved. It's realistic to say this is how I like to be loved. I think so, too. But a lot of people don't realize that there's something called love languages. A lot of people don't realize that there's different ways to show and to give and receive love. But it's true. A lot of people say, like, oh, the right person will just, like, love you exactly perfectly. And I don't think that's fucking true. No, I don't. But I think that's years of people just thinking Mm -hmm. that that's what it is. Again, I love my parents to death. But, like, my my whole family, that generation of my parents and their generation... All got married very young, practically, like, right out of high school. Like, Mm -hmm. those are their first people, their first boyfriends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, (laughs) can you imagine if you married your boyfriend who you in high school? (laughs) No, Raylene. (laughs) Thank God I didn't. Yeah, honestly. Thank God I didn't. Yeah. But, like, seriously, like, think about that for real. And how can you possibly believe that that... I love my parents. I'm so happy that they're happy. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm not saying that the relationship yeah. is bad. But how can you possibly think that I'm going to meet one one person and they're just going to know how to love me? Yeah. They don't know me, but they're going to know how to love me. Mm-hmm. False. False. <laughs> so wrong. Oh, <laughs> But yeah. Um, it's true. I think it's unrealistic to expect. <laughs> She's taking photos of her cat. I don't think that you should have to coach someone no. how to love you. But you're, you're not just going to be like, I'm going to stay here and you're going to figure out how to love me. Right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. What if you don't realize that love comes in different forms? Mm-hmm. Then you will think that. You will mm-hmm. sit here and say, why don't you love me? Yeah. Why don't you understand that I want flowers every weekend? Right. 
<laughs> That's a big thing. Yeah. Okay, let's stop it there. Okay. Because <laughs> we're going to do love languages next, mm-hmm. and this really goes into that well. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I don't even know if we said, like, welcome, hi, <laughs> what's up, we just well, started talking. <laughs> whatever. Welcome, hi, goodbye. <laughs> um, remember to follow us on Instagram, myphology.podcast. Um, I don't even know if you can subscribe on streaming services anymore. Like Apple Podcasts, whatever. Find us anyway, on wherever you watch or listen, listen. to podcasts. If you do listen, though, share with us that you're listening. Mm-hmm. We like to see that. Yeah, like a screenshot of you listening to the episode. Yeah. I love to see that. And give us your feedback on that. So, <laughs> ta-ta for now. Thanks for listening to Therapy <laughs> with Hallie and Ray. <laughs> <laughs>